Okay. Oh, thank you, please. <laughs> All right. All right, so it's been a while. I have yet to do another Benji Talks podcast since May? May. 2021? Yeah. Um, but I think it's about time for myself to jump back into it. And I do know that I hear from you all the time about sticking to it, sticking to a plan, or else if you can't follow through, nobody else is going to be looking for you. So um, without further ado, uh, this is none other than, as a matter of fact, you go ahead and take it away or lead the way. Who are you? Who am I? That's that's a that's a uh, complicated question. <laughs> you know, I like to think of myself more of the um, you know I'm, I'm in the background. You know, you know <laughs> I'm, I'm there to provide you the advice that you need. You know when you need it. Uh, but anyway, on an official note, I am none other than this young man's brother. Uh, name is not important. We gonna need to name the people need to know. What are, what are we doing? Well, my name is Dean, and we're twins. So yeah, he giving out too much information. I ain't let y'all know that. But before we dive into it, this is a great conversation, a great uh, guest that I'm having today on the uh, Benji Talks podcast. But before we jump into it, you know how the intro goes. You know how we do the ASMR. So before we do anything else, let's make sure we go ahead, get yourself, get your drink, get your drink. You know I mean, cover it up because as you like to say, what? They ain't paying for it. So, pin your finger up, pin your finger up, a little ASMR. See if we can get that. You got, you got to shake it up, shake it up. All right, pin your finger up. Get a little sip of the dip. A sip of the a sip of the All right, so we good. So. Once again, I'm Creative Venture. This is Venture Talks. Today's topic we're gonna to be talking about with my great brother, my best friend, uh, my ride or die, uh, Dean, we'll leave it at that. But we're gonna be talking about the importance of investing, what 2022 has in store, as well as the, met- the metaverse. Um, a lot of people think it's just a, a joke, a gimmick, but uh, as we like to talk about all the time, I think it's the real deal. So uh, I think if you do miss out on this boat, there might not be another ride coming for a while. So, welcome to Venture Talks, Creative Venture. Let's get to work. All right, so let's go back into what you were saying. You are Dean, let's leave it at that, kind of like Cheryl Madonna, I, I, like, I like to tip you on. Um, but tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, where, are you, where are you born, where are you raised? Uh, what are your likes, what are your interests? Uh, and some of the accolades you have in your life. So, take over. So I was uh, born in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Um, we have been there once or twice in my life. Yes, I, I think I think we both have, you know. <laughs> but I would never go back there to live. Okay? <laughs> and if you listen to the show, and that's where you're from, that's where you, you know, that's, that's your life, that's your journey. That's what I like to say. But you know, not not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna to visit though. Um, accolades. So. I'm not a person that I like to talk about accolades. I think it's about where you're going, not necessarily about where you've been. So um, unless you have something um, in particular you want to know. Okay, so um, how about education? I think that's very important to point out. I mean, the traditional uh, route for education, do you think that's more or less not needed to be successful nowadays? And base that off of what you've obtained so far, going a traditional route. Yeah. What have you done? Um, so I don't believe you need to follow a traditional route, nor do I believe that um, formal education is for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you need to find out what you're passionate about. I believe that you're successful when you when you know what you're passionate about because you invest your time and your energy in that. So, um, but however, if, if you can't afford to go the, the traditional route, however, that's your goal, um, I would say don't place yourself in debt to, to meet that goal. Mm. So for myself and you know for Darren over here, you know we you know we both. Uh, wait 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 hold on. You just threw out Kevin's school of Benji, right? Benji is Benji. I don't know who the other person he's talking about. But anyway, anyway, continue. anyway. <laughs> so you can you can find a non-traditional method to to follow a traditional route, mm-hmm. and you'll be right there with your peers who are, who are putting themselves. Um, you know, in debt uh, through that traditional realm. So um, I have, uh, you know, I have 
a bachelor's degree, I have a mas- two master's degrees, and I have a doctorate degree. Big money, big money over here. Okay, continue. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But you know that didn't come without a lot of challenges. So you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and the energy to to do those things. So again, find out what you're passionate about, find out, and then find out how you're going to obtain uh, whatever goal that you're after. So you know that's I would say that's my biggest accolade. Um, outside of that, you know, you know, being a successful, you know, military member, that's another accolade that I that I've, I think I've um, accomplished thus far in my career. So that's another one. Let the people know what, what branch are you in. I'm in the Air Force. Cool. Continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I'm in the Air Force. I served now uh, at about. 11 assignments around the globe. Uh, that's minus the, I mean, that's not to include the three deployments that I, I've, I've been on. Um, so all in all, it's, it's been it's been one heck of a uh, career thus far. All right, all right. So, like you pointed out, uh, if there are alternative means or routes to take to ensure that you don't fall in the, I don't want to say it's a trap, I, and, and, and I wouldn't like to say it's a trap. When it comes to debt. Exactly. Okay. As long as you're smart about it. Mm-hmm. Because you can, there is a way that you can, you can, uh, you can acquire debt as long as you know how it's going to be paid off. It doesn't necessarily have to be by you. So sometimes if you do the traditional route and you do find yourself in debt, be willing to put in that time, that effort to maybe work for a non-profit, to work for, um, um, to work for a government agency so that the government actually is paying off your student loans and you're not solely responsible for, you know, $200,000 out of pocket because you decided that you wanted to pursue education, which I believe is still a very, um, uh, for, for me, it's important um, to, to get out of poverty. Like you, you have to be educated in one fashion or another. And as I say, you don't have to go the traditional route, but for a lot of people that's, um, you know, that's a good starting point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so debt is one thing. Those alternative routes that you t- uh, that you pointed out to mitigate the stress that comes along with owing in excess of a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand uh, dollars to be in, in, in that debt. Uh, have you taken any of those traditional, I mean, any of those routes to mitigate the stress that comes along with having debt? Yes, of course. Like you, 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 first of all, one of the routes you need to take is you need to. I think this is this comes from like knowing where you, where you come from. So if you know where you come from and, and you've uh, you've had to struggle to obtain uh, financial security or things of that nature, then you don't let the the access like um, any additional funds that you're receiving to influence your behavior. Mm. You use those additional funds to pay down the debt that you're acquiring. Or you, you find a way to make the money that you have, even if you're not able to, to obtain more money just yet, mm-hmm. use the, the funds that you have to work for you, right? Mm-hmm. So use those funds to invest. And then, you know, you got to think smartly about it because you got to use those gains to pay off that debt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then your, your other means is, you know, you should always be looking at um, new policies uh, that are... Um, or the state, the local, yeah, or the federal level, and see how they work for your advantage. Yeah. And I think that's one of, you know, we're going to talk about the metaverse and we're going to talk about investing, but that's another avenue which I think a lot of people don't get involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to pay down this debt? Right. There are a lot of policies in place that actually um, support you pursuing your education right. or support you from getting, or support you in getting out of debt. But we don't take the time or the energy to invest in doing that research. And then the emphasis on that is just doing your due diligence, doing your research to figure it out on your own. I think a lot of times like people make the first step uh, to, like you said, get out of poverty, get out of an environment that they know maybe doesn't align with their end game. But as soon as they make the first step and it seems like everything's going okay, uh, they're they're waiting for someone else to give them the next chapter. When in reality, like you said, doing your due diligence, doing your research, that's where it's going to come in. That's the biggest part of it all. If you don't really, you know, uh, what's the best way to put it? 
if you don't really want to, I guess, drive yourself in the right direction to obtain what you want, and not to only obtain what you want, but to utilize what you've just gained mm-hmm. to reinvest in things you want to you want to see in the near future, which is another thing. Five years down the line, most people don't have that plan. Ten years down the line, people just say, I might not even be around. Well, whatever you whatever mark you set within the past two or three years, you odds are you're affecting someone else in a positive manner. So even if it's not gonna benefit you, like we talk about all the time, all moves that we make now, for me at least having a family, um, it's not for me anymore. For you, you don't necessarily have to have kids to see that. And I've seen- I've Well, I, well I, I, I think you, and, uh, so if, if, you, if you don't have kids, and that's not like, if, if that's not in your cards, mm-hmm. I don't believe that's something that you're gonna be able to, that's not an anchor you're gonna be able to hang your head on. Right. It's not gonna keep you you hungry. Right. So I, I think the people who who uh, don't take that next step mm-hmm. after they've obtained whether whatever they obtained, they're not necessarily waiting for someone to give them the next chapter. Right. They what they what they where they where the misstep happened was they didn't stay hungry. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. as long as you stay hungry. Then you're always looking for, you know, what is my next goal and how am I going to accomplish that next goal? Because if you're always accomplishing another goal, you always have goals in place and what you're trying to reach, you you all you should, I mean theoretically, um, you should always be obtaining something along those right. lines. Uh, along the way, right? Because if you have that goal, then there's several steps that you are taking to get to that goal. Right, which will always keep you motivated to get to the next one, the next one. Correct, correct, correct. And if if you're in, and if you're doing that, despite if you have kids, you know who you can look toward and say, okay, well I'm doing this for my kids, or I don't, I want to leave something for my future, or I want to leave this for my mom, or I want to leave this for my dad, or leave this for my sister, or leave this for my brother. Uh, by happenstance, you're going to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if, if you're if you if you if you're actively pursuing another goal, you are passively going to leave something. It's a, it's a byproduct of, of exactly. the the choices you make or exactly. the accomplishments. So, so, so I, I don't think it's someone waiting to for someone to give them another chance. Right. It's just it's just you you become complacent. Right, right, right. And, and the best way to mitigate that is always having a next milestone. Right. Correct. You know, right. yes, everybody looks in the future and they have that goal, which is great, but if you have nothing, milestones to get you there, then yes. what happens after that? What's next after that? And like you said, you become complacent, you become unmotivated, and then you just stop. Right, and this is not a new concept, actually. So um, so uh, there's a theorist, his last name is Moore, and I want to say back in, uh, 1984. So he he has a, he has his his theory is called program theory, mm-hmm. and it's about instead of okay, what is my next step? What you ask yourself is, and this and this can be applied to whether it's your personal goals or whether you're assessing a, a, a product like we're going to talk about uh, the metaverse, metaverse, or whether you're, whether you're assessing uh, uh, investing in general. You ask yourself, what is my outcome? What is my outcome? And if I know what my outcome is, I work myself backwards. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm working myself backwards, that very first step, I need to figure out what are the inputs I'm going to put into place to meet the outcome. Right. But if you don't if you don't focus on what your outcome is first, then you get lost because you don't because then you're like, okay, well I'm gonna try this stuff. And if that don't work, I'm gonna try this stuff. But if you know what your what your outcome is and you use um, the tools that are in place, like you use databases, you, you, know, you use simple Google uh, tools if that's what you want to use, but then you can make a more educated uh, or informed decision on how you're going to reach your, your goal. Right. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. So, if you're not taking notes, I don't know what you're doing. If you're just sitting here to listen, hey, if that's your comfort zone, then utilize it. But um, definitely, he's driving gym after gym after gym. Um, this is nothing new for me. I hear it all the time from them. I'm always impressed. If you don't have that, that my mantra is if you don't have that that rabbit to chase all the time. And it's not a competition, but if you have someone who can provide that guide, that light at the end of the tunnel, then, then you follow the right direction. If you've seen that person do it, and it might not have the same outcome for you, but at least you know you're in the right direction. That's, that's my brother for me. Um, you guys figure out exactly what your guiding light is going to be. But whatever you do, never, never, never stop learning. Never, never, never stop being motivated. Never, 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 ever stop just having that thirst for knowledge, that thirst to just want to better your situation. 
And I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other outlets that tell you the same thing, but this is the motivation coming from our perspective because we've seen a lot of stuff, we've done a lot of things, and we've done them in different ways and, and gone down different paths. But I can wholeheartedly say that where we are right now, um, especially for me as a byproduct of, you know, always uh, going back to the drawing board and seeing what he's doing and what he's done. And, and he'll give me a different perspective of, hey, you don't have to do it the way I did it, but you know, if you went this route, it might pay off for you. And it has. Um, but yeah, I, we, we went down the road of your, your background, what you've done, the accolades that you have. What, what's the next five years play out for you in regard to uh, the Air Force and, and the accolades that you're obtaining for your education? What do you ultimately want to do? Um, so ultimately where I see myself is I see myself uh, running for public office. Okay. That's going to happen. <laughs> and within my lifetime, I, I plan to run for president at least one time. So whether it's, that's local, state, or federal, I will in some capacity sit or in a, in, a, in a public position in which I'm, I'm impacting policy. Right. So uh, impacting policy uh, for me, of course, there's different areas of policy. You have your criminal justice, mm -hmm. you have um, you have uh, diversity and inclusion, but my emphasis really is on the healthcare. So that's why I see myself still sitting within that healthcare sphere, uh, but impacting policy. But okay. uh, also to go along with that, I do see myself as being my own, um, uh, my own practitioner or provider for for a local community. So I, I will obtain a a, um, a nursing practitioner uh, uh, license to go along with with my PhD because I always believe that you need to combine policy uh, with any healthcare. Okay. Because you, you, I can I can give you all the, the the pills all day long, but if I don't have the due diligence to impact yeah, policy. Huh? Yeah, gentle talkers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Bring it up. So yeah. So if I, if you don't have the um, the capacity to impact policy or understand how policy works, you just gonna be as as you said earlier. You're just gonna be uh, uh, running it like a rat race, right? Right. And not really like impacting anything. Lose your purpose. Exactly. But in, in reference to Air Force, then I should be wrapping that up in the next five years. And so should you. We should both be uh, theoretically. Fingers uh, crossed, next three years exactly. for you. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait it out because, hey, nothing like finishing a race with somebody who, who started around the same time. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, in, in reference to Air Force, um, if I don't commission next year, um, if I commission next year, then I'll. I'll yeah, for the up. people who aren't military savvy, what does commission mean? So, commissioning means uh, transitioning from uh, the enlisted force um, to the officer force. Uh, now, other than that, y'all don't have to Google it yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so like you said, transition from the enlisted side of the military, the Air Force specifically, over to the officer side. Everything else after that, Google's your friend. Don't sleep on them. Um, they're there for a reason. Uh, you got anything else to say about your plan? Uh, well, that's my five-year plan okay. in in general. Uh, now, of course, moving that's that's personal, right? Yeah, that's personal. Right. So, um, and it's a professional. It's a professional. Yeah. And then within that, also, you know, dive more into investing like, like, like we're here to, right. to discuss. Right. So now I'm just going to flip it on you just a little bit. Okay. All right. So, so are we making that trans transition over to investing in the, the metaverse? Yeah. So, All right. yeah. so before we do that, you know how the transitions go. We got to got to point out the people who pay us, to pay the bills around here. So first sponsor we're about to go ahead and cover is none other than Falcon Blue Fitness. You heard of them on previous podcasts. We're bringing it back. We're going, we're going to circle the wagon, the Oregon Trail, as they like to say, because we on it. But when it comes to fitness, 2022 is on its way. A lot of us, we know how it goes for January. The gym right now, is, it's kind of a drought. A lot of people like to say it's because of the pandemic, nobody's going there. Find your excuse. But find your excuse to get off your butt and go, because a lot of people need the motivation, and a lot of people don't know the look. But guess what? We have the solution. Falcon Blue Fitness, you know that, Mobile Fitness Boot Camp that will get you right at any given moment in your life. They provide services in person, King City, Paso Robles, and San Luis Obispo. That is in Central California. For those who say, hey, well, Vinci, I don't live in anywhere, anywhere near California. Trust me, Falcon Blue Fitness has a solution for you too. You can go to falconbluefitness.com today and choose from one of their many online packages. You can do virtual fitness, boot camps, via Zoom, Facebook, whatever platform you like, they have you covered. So, FalconBlueFitness.com today, January, New Year, package, 
20% off your first package that you choose. Promo code will be FBF2022. That promo code again is FBF2022. Falcon Blue Fitness, you know the motto, no blue Falcons allowed. All right, over to you. Okay, so flipping it on its head a little bit. Um, so let's go here and let's dive into investing, all right? All right. So as we talked about, best. as we talked about um, uh, goals, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked about what that process should look like. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's start about, let's start like, what should, what should be the ultimate outcome? What are they looking for? Like anybody that you're trying to um, educate or get interested in, in investing or get interested in the metaverse, what should be their outcome? All right, so let's break it down to two different facets. We've already, we've, we've already covered, I guess, the, the, the path for education and what your goal should be and how to stick to them. That's one thing. The second one, investing and then we'll go over to the metaverse but investing the goal is to keep it short one to keep it simple and to go with what you know now the the whole mantra of uh only invest in what you know where do you shop and stuff like that that that's a double-edged sword because yeah some things are blue chip companies and blue chip uh, uh corporations that are very good investments but just because you you know you shop over at uh you know the bodega on 23rd and 4th and they got they got a, a ticker on the stock market does not mean that they're, they're meeting their goals at the end of the year or that's not that does not mean that they're a profitable business so uh for people who say just invest in what you know and where you go uh, that's not always the case but i guess the end goal for the listeners is to give them a, a starting point because not a lot of people have have a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars to start investing. So where should they start? What are some avenues and approach that are easy to transition into and will keep them motivated and keep contributing to that platform? Okay. So if if they were to take if they okay so. Um, Okay, so this is, I mean, scenario, say if a person's only making, you know, on average, we look at their economy, so say if they're only making 1,200, 1,400 every two weeks. I'm being real with you. Not everybody has that career right now. 1,400 every two weeks. They got bills here and there, and at the end of the that period, after paying bills and hopefully they're being responsible, uh, they got you know, roughly 200, 250 just to, in their pocket, and usually when that money's there, they have that issue just buy frivolous things. What do they do with that two hundred fifty dollars? Right, that's your question. That's my question to you. So, what should they do with those two hundred fifty dollars? Mm -hmm. um, if if we're talking to a lay person who has no uh, uh, real foundation or uh, knowledge of the stock market, I would have them take that two hundred fifty dollars and invest in a mutual fund. Okay, so that would be uh, my ultimate suggestion mm -hmm. to them. And that's because it will offer you a, a diversified portfolio in which, um, in, you know, diversified portfolios, they, they, they consistently see gains. Right. So versus investing into an individual stock. So that's what I would tell the individual to do. Now, let's take a pin in there right there, disclaimer. Myself, as well as Dean, we are not financial advisors. Any information that you hear in regard to the stock market, invest in crypto or the metaverse, it's solely of our opinion of the trends and what to stay away from in our opinion. Everything that you do is at your own risk. Yeah, you just gotta put that out there. So, like you said, investing in mutual funds. Uh, and you said they'll see steady gains. But now that's, that's always paint the picture and be real about it. They'll see losses too. Yes. Okay, yes, depending true. on yeah. depending on the catalyst in the market. So as of right now, you know, the, the Fed meetings and the the pullback when it comes to buying back the bonds and, and pretty much the market right now is in a inflation it was an inflation state. So there will be some pullback. But like you said, when it comes to mitigating your losses and mitigating uh uh what's the best uh, best word to put? Uh risk. A mutual fund would be the best way to go. Are there any other avenues of approach? If we're talking about just a to keep your money safe right now, just transition into it into investing. Hmm. We're talking about safe bets right now besides mutual funds. Right. Uh, I mean, you could buy up some bonds if you really wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um. And unless you're going to do the homework, I would stay with an individual place right now. 
if you have not if you haven't done your homework. I love that. Right? I love that. Do your due diligence. Like you just said, those the individual plays, yes, while they are uh very beneficial in regards to seeing gains on your initial investments. If you're not doing your due diligence, if you're not doing your research, if you're not living, breathing, eating um, um, the information that you're extracting from what the company is currently at, uh, at in regard to their profits and what the future holds for them, stay away from it. Okay, so say, say, say you have a listener that wants to invest in individual stocks. Yes. Right? Yeah. What are some tools that you would provide them? Give me, give me three solid tools that you would provide them in which they can go to to learn more about uh, individual stocks, to become more educated on individual stocks. Okay, so um, I'm pretty sure most of these three are probably uh, sources you can already extract uh, from any app store, depending on what your iOS is or your phone, what uh, provider you use. But one, of course, is Robinhood. Not because you can go in there you, and it's easy, uh, ease of access, to buy individual stocks. But you can always put a ticker, uh, or for those who don't know, it's this short abbreviation for that company on the stock market, whether it's the Dow Jones or the NASDAQ. Um, and you can look up the company. You can see, as a matter of fact, as y'all know, I like to show real-time uh, numbers and say I'm opening up Robinhood right now. So here's Robinhood. So if I just go and browse and I say Apple, A-A-P-L, that's the ticker number for them. Very simple. Right now it's at 179.84. We're not even gonna go into that, but it's looking good. The future's looking bright for Apple. But you can look at the stats. You can look at the information about the company. You can look at different news articles uh, about the company. And at the bottom, there's a section that says earnings. Earnings is pretty much every quarter they have to let the public, the people who hold shares within the company know, hey, how are we doing? What were our projections prior to this quarter ending? Did we meet them? Did we uh, exceed them? And what's the actual health, the overall health of the company right now? And should we be worried? So Robinhood's one of them. Another one, just Google Motley Fool, M-O-T-L-E-Y-F-O-O-L. And uh, in their search panel, you can always search another company um, and it'll have numerous, numerous articles about the company. Uh, some of their strengths, some of their weaknesses, who they partner with, um, and your company is only as good as the relationship that you have with other companies in good financial health. So Motley Fool is another one. And the third one, I would have to say, because this one's, this one's tricky. When it comes to like, because there's a lot of sources out there, but like I said, in regards to doing your due diligence, I would, those, say, I would say that the third one mm -hmm. would be that individual companies webpage. Yes. Okay, but because because that individual company's webpage will also provide some data on what new partnerships that they're most of the time. So it, 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 all of the time it does. But yeah. here's the thing about the, going to the individual website for the company. They will never give you. They will never be as transparent as other as I guess. Uh, they'll never be as transparent about their losses for the company until the earnings. So. You want to make sure you're looking at historical data, which right, most of the yeah. times those forward-facing companies, their websites, yes. won't be transparent about that. Mm. Like right now, you can go to any website right now. There, there's not a section that's going to give you the history of their earnings. Not, not one. But, but isn't this why we said that there should be level? I asked you for three different ones. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the third one could be the website. But to mitigate what you see on those websites, because of course, anywhere is their company, so they're gonna make it glamorous, they're gonna put it in a good light. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, utilize those other sources, like I told you, Robinhood, it could be uh, M1 Finance, that's one of my favorites. It seems like old school, not everybody's running towards that app, but- I'm not a fan of it. He's not a fan of it, but the articles on this website gives you a very in-depth analysis of the company and the trajectory or decline that it might be facing. Um, and I, I mean, there's one uh, stock that I'm holding near and dear to my heart right now, but that's not that's not throwing that out there because I don't, like I said, I don't want anybody uh, reaching out to me or my brother and say, hey, you gave us wrong information. Like I said, for, oh, that's, you know what? He says the website, but my third source, my third source, and I, near and dear to my heart, Earn Your Leisure University, EYL. These two fellas have been doing this since 2011, and they are actually financial advisors. Uh, they actually teach financial literacy, literacy to inner city youth. Um, right now, they have catapulted 
their brand from just giving out information that you see on YouTube for free and they still give it out. These guys are big players in the financial industry right now. And it's really trying to give back the power to your, uh, not your institution, but your retail investors. And they're giving out free game. Of course, they have other tiers where you pay for it to be in a grouping. You pay uh, to get, you know, some, some insight on, you know, some, some stocks that might pop off. But that's that's something that if you really like what they're giving for free, that's when you invest into it. But for right now, earn your leisure. There's nothing to be played around with. They are making big moves. And um, I have a huge fan. And hopefully, you know, in the near future, if they're on the West Coast, I'm gonna buy tickets and go see one of their events because, man, not only, and Earl Leisure is these two cats, uh, hold on, cause I wanna make sure I'm giving the right name. So fill in some time while I'm pulling them up. Okay, so right now, as as you said, if if you are a late person and you want to start getting into the stock market and you want to invest in an individual um, stock, there are three things that you should be looking out for are Robinhood, mm-hmm. Motley Fool, mm-hmm. and then the third one is Earn Your Leisure. So um, I, I think all those are, are valuable tools, but the, the, the important piece of this is that you have to do your homework. Don't go into these companies blind because guess what? Like, we don't want you to just, even if you're just in, investing um, uh, money in which you don't mind losing, why not make the best educated guess that you can to minimize your risk? And I think that's what, what, what this is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make sure that you are as financially uh, literate as, as possible. And the only way to do that is to do your homework. Right. All right, so uh, I just pulled him up on, uh, on Instagram. Sorry, I don't, I really don't, I couldn't find the second name of the person, a part of Earn Your Leader, but the first one, I hear him all the time. He's the most, um, in tune with like the information like he has the gift of gab but he will give you more information than you ask for so you can never say you miss anything his name is Rashad Balil or they call him Shadi um and uh his partner in crime like I said I apologize don't know your name but then there's a third factor to these guys they do something called uh market Mondays on YouTube I believe the time is at uh 5 p.m eastern standard time uh 2 p.m on the west coast and then everybody else Google is your friend. Um, then they have another partner in crime. His name is Ian Dunlap. Ian Dunlap. This is the most realest financial uh, advisor you will ever meet. And he, he doesn't sugarcoat it. He tells you what companies uh, he's into. He will give you predictions. And for, for the life of me, I don't know how he gets it right every time. Um, and uh, on, on Instagram, his tag or what is it? His, his name on there is the master investor. So like I said, those are the three factors that you should literally do your due diligence and look up stocks and figure out exactly what's the play you want to get into as long as you're doing your research. Once again, like I said, Robinhood. The other one is M1 Finance. Or actually, one is Robinhood or any one of those uh, fintech applications. When people don't know what fintech is, it's financial tech. Uh, it's the new wave. Uh, it pretty much goes against the norms of your traditional uh, banking institutions. But M1 Finance, he doesn't like it. I love it. Uh, Robin Hood, what's the other one? Webull, uh, and then the other ones fall in that I don't really use, but what, what are the other ones in? Um, E-Trade. Oh yeah, E-Trade. And it's another one. Um, uh, do you use, uh, you don't use uh, Trump, do you? No, but the, like I said, yeah. we're, we're going in the right direction. Use any one of those to look at the stocks, the ticker, some information on the company, as well as news articles. Another one is The Motley Fool. I like it. Um, they have free articles, free uh, research, but then of course everybody has to make money, so they, has a, they have a paid tier as well. And then if you just want free, you want some real insight, and you want someone who's consistent, earn your leisure on YouTube. Follow them on Instagram or whatever pla- whatever social media platform you're on, and The Master Investor, AKA Ian Dunlap, he's the truth. So check him out, I love him. Do you follow him? Again, uh, we're not being paid by any of these sponsors. <laughs> But however, if they want to go ahead and pass off the hands, hey, you know where to find us, okay? Yes. So, like I said, we're not being paid or sponsored by any one of these guys or any one of uh, the sources we just gave you. But hey, you see two, you know, twins. You know what I mean? These twins over here, so we got a little good, you know, financial twins. I don't see a lot of them on social media. But, you know, you know throw a little bag, you know, parlay it over to me. I'll whoop it to him. He's slamming it down. But like I said, those are your sources. All right. Okay. 
So we're going to all right before we, we continue. Mm-hmm. All right. So while we're let's stay on this on this this concept of, of resources that they can look into for individual uh, okay. investments. All right. So can you share with, with the audience how much time you typically invest into um, research before you make a push uh, for an individual stock? That that is a great question. So what you want to do is if you are really serious about investing, trying to build generational wealth, stop looking at the stock market. Stop looking at crypto, the crypto market. Stop looking at NFTs as a way to just strike it fast, strike it quick, like you're playing a lottery. This is not lottery, this is investing. So for me, doing my due diligence, doing my research, I will hunker down for at least a week on a particular stock, two weeks if that, um, to, to maybe find some loose ends I didn't see in the beginning to figure out if this company is worthy of uh, my attention, my money, um, and my patience. So, uh, like I said, two weeks, going to at least, I like to go with three three companies, um, usually in the same sector. So, if I'm looking into EVs, electrical vehicles, I look into three top companies. Who are leading the way? Uh, what are their financials? What, what are uh, the milestones that they have within the next uh, quarter? Within this quarter and the next quarter, and then what does the future hold for them? What partnerships have they had with other companies that's going to push their brand forward? Um, and that, so two weeks, that, that's a rule of thumb for me, two weeks. And I'm talking about going hard. I mean, turn the TV off, get a book that might be, might correspond with what you're looking into that piques your interest when it comes to this finance thing, because it's not one of those things where you're going to read an article and then, oh, it sounds good to me. And then you just throw your money into it. Like if, if you're cool with throwing your money away, do it. But this is your money, this is your livelihood. And if you have a family, you can't just take those chances. So give yourself two weeks, look at three top stocks within a specific sector, uh, do the research, and then you know, you, you know, do what you need to do in regard to with the, the information that you have, uh, that you've obtained, your entry points. Uh, if you want to go all in with a certain amount of money, or if you want to go in uh, fractions, or if you want to do it bi-weekly. So if you got three hundred dollars to invest in, say a particular stock, I wouldn't go all in. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just throw it all at the wall at one time. Throw hundred the first week, see where it moves. That next week, throw another one, and then you know, it's the third week, if it go, you know, if it goes in the, in the direction you want it to, then you know. Throw the last one on there and then just let it simmer. Let it bubble up, see what's going on with it. But this is for your long-term as well as short-term. You just gotta figure out which ones are worthy of your attention for long-term and the ones that are uh, worthy of your attention for short-term. And that is important advice. And I think, um, you know, anytime that you're trying to to make a big move, it is very, very important uh, for you to try to develop that trend analysis so that you can make sure that you're making the, the best educated um, uh, decision based on the, the information available. And that's why you always hear when people are talking about, okay, if I'm going to buy a house, how many houses should I look at? If I'm going to buy a car, how many cars should I look at? If I'm going to suggest anything, how many things should I look at? And, and the, the basic number, and this is this goes back to research, but the basic number that you always try to hit is you always try to hit three. Because after three, you can pretty much be able to at least compare and contrast and, and determine, you know, um, you know, the similarities among companies or similarities among data uh, before you make that decision. So that's why, you know, he talks about three a lot, but, it, you know, do what you will. Yeah, do what you will. Want to do. Do. Now, <laughs> now, you did highlight something. I want to make sure that the, the participants understand it. So um, can you talk a little bit about uh, the um, uh, investing in fractions? Okay, so investing in fractions, like I said, Apple just hit an all-time high once again. So they're at 178, 179 right now. Now, I know you're thinking, like, not everybody out here balling. Not everybody out here has the means to $179 to buy one share of a company. Guess what? Everybody has to start somewhere. That's where fractional costs come in. So, when you get the chance, you can look at how much that share is. So, $179 for Apple. If you only got $40, you'll buy $40 worth of that that whole number. So instead of having one total share, you'll have, you know, point, you got a calculator, you know, you'll, you'll have a fraction of that, a fraction of that one whole share. Yes. And then as time goes on, say it's not at 179 anymore, and it say for whatever reason, whatever catalyst, 
you know, a catalyst is anything in the news that will either cause the share or the stock uh, overall share price to go up or down. Mm-hmm. So say if you bought it at a fraction, which is kind of mitigates your, your chance for losses because you're only buying a fraction of it, you're not gonna lose sleep over it. And if it falls, you know, you can go in and buy a little bit more and it'll average your overall uh, share price down. So um, yeah, that's what it is. That's fractional cost right there. Right. Or you buy it at a fraction, next thing you know, you're the whole, the whole share. Yes. Right. Yep. So um, now I want to transition into the metaverse. So first of all, you still, so I hate to tell you all this. I, I know y'all saw Veggie Talks, but you can see how we transition. He take the leads because he's the only twin. You know, you got to let him do that. But, but so if what I, we want to do I, is transition. I, if I don't, Go ahead. Who you gonna do is transition. I know you're trying to keep me on on different different uh, timestamps. I get it. What we gonna do is transition over to the metaverse. Uh, it was my idea first. Uh, so what what is the metaverse? Well, so, so, <laughs> you know, ask me what the metaverse is, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. So transitioning into the metaverse. This is something that. Uh, that that uh, Vinci or or Dern talks about highly. This is this is this is the next week. So I did some research uh, uh, last evening on NFTs uh, to try to catch up to speed on what he was talking about. It doesn't really take me long to catch up to anything. Yeah, so, uh, I hope it don't. It doesn't. I mean, so <laughs> you know what it is. Got to be good for something. Got to be good. But anyway, all right. So you, you talk to me about NFTs. This is something that you, that you are highly interested in. So before we get into uh, uh, Manaport, I just want to no, no, no. just throw the stock out. Before, no, before I get into I, it, before I get into that, because I know that's where you're going, you're going to try to get there. I'm not. But we're we, we pressed for time, so I just want to give them more. Okay, okay so overview so, on it. So, so talk about mm-hmm. why you believe uh, the metaverse is already here. Mm-hmm. Why is the next wave? Mm-hmm. Why this is something that people should should get after right now? If they're going to do any research tonight on a particular topic, mm-hmm. why metaverse should be that that topic? Right. Okay, so I, like anything, the transition of uh, change of the, of the guard when it came to hip hop and people didn't like the new wave and it's just like, oh, it's not going to take off. It's not going to be anything. I want that old thing back. Now look who we are. We got that new thing, and you out here bopping to that. So the same thing goes for the, meta, the uh, metaverse. The metaverse is a new thing. It's kind of scary in regard to you know the millennials and older people. It's not something that so easily accessible or easily obtained when it comes to like a virtual world. I get it, but from the standpoint of me having children. I, I'm a student of the game, regardless of how old you are. I watch what my kids do. That's a part of parenting. And one thing I notice is that they are deep, knee deep into the met, uh, metaverse. And it's not its not a new concept. It's been around for a long, long time. If you've ever played The Sims, yeah, you've ever played Sims. Second Life, mm-hmm. um, this, this, is, this is it. Um, in-game currency and in-game skins and stuff like that, that has always been here. And this is something that's coming full circle that is gonna make these companies that already have billions and billions of dollars trillions and trillions of dollars. All I'm saying is that if you do your due diligence now, you at least have a an opportunity to sit at the table to make at least a million or millions. And I'm saying it's, it's all dependent on your research and what money you choose to invest. But I'm just saying it can make future millionaires out of a lot of people if they just have the time, the patience, and an open mind about the metaverse. Metaverse is pretty much a virtual duplicate world of the world you're living in right now. The same standards that you guys live up to here, who has the freshest pair of J's, who has the freshest haircut, who's working out, who has a nice body, all this other stuff, who wore your friends, um, um, how much hype do you have behind you? It's all translated into the metaverse. If you don't believe me, I don't know what else to tell you. You have big companies that are partnering, partnering with other companies that are already a part of the metaverse so they can get a piece of this cake. Um, it's, it's already here. With the, pan- the pandemic has already shown us that everything's moving virtually with Zoom calls and uh, most of like fitness things, i.e. Fountain Blue Fitness, Shameless Plug, who cares? But you know, everything's going virtual. So I, I, I think I think the, the metaverse, mm-hmm. um, like when you said, um, it's already here. Mm-hmm. Like you, you take it back from the sim world. Yeah, sim. But, but, but when you actually think about the, the metaverse was even here before the sim world. I know, I'm just giving yeah, an example. I know, I know but if, if you think about like, um, uh, uh, like military life or, or adult learning, mm-hmm. like like we go to virtual school already. Yeah, this is just I, I would say that uh, the pandemic has accelerated it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But if if uh, if your older um, listeners 
can't relate from the aspect of gaming. But the, the, I don't think it's the fact that they can't grasp from the aspect of gaming. It's the fact that something's not as it's not tangible. So if it's not tangible to them, it's not real. When in reality, like my kid and maybe your kids, they already know like just because they can't touch it, just because they can't, which that's a different story, but it's coming. But just because they can't touch it, it's not tangible. Does not mean it doesn't exist. People play NBA 2K for for instance. And when you start off with that vanilla character with nothing, no swag, no nothing, people don't want to even play with your kids. They will not play them online or anything until they get those virtual skins, virtual clothes, and anything else to make them seem as though they can play. And they, they could be dressed in the nine. People will choose them based off of what they have in the virtual world. So it's here. That's virtual real estate. So every, you know, you buying up land in the real world, might want to still here and get some plots and stuff like that in the metaverse as well. But like you said, us talking about that, us giving you the game right now, is very scary. You feel as though you're just throwing your money at the wall, but the same thing was said about Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana. Now look where they are. And yes, you can point out, well, they're going through a crash right now. Anything that goes up, what goes up must come down. And trust and believe, you know, they're not immune to it. The crypto market isn't immune to it, but they'll see better days, just like the stock market will see better days. So. Just that, that's where I'm going to go with that with the members. Mm-hmm. Are you scared of it? Are you embracing it? The research that you did on that one company I told you about, are you liking what you're saying? Well, I'm from, first of all, um, I'm from Baltimore, so nothing scares me. <laughs> Amen to that. You know, so, Amen uh, to that. The metaverse is going to scare me? I'm just saying. You know, it's it's something you can't see. That's what they say. You can't see it, so it's not real. Okay, but I can't see my money after I put my money into a normal Thank stuff. you very much. Thank you I very much. I, I, I can only do what I can do mm-hmm. as far as research goes, but there's always, what do we call it in research? There's always um, an outlier right? uh-huh. okay. that you can't see, right? that you did not plan for. Right. So yeah. yes, yes, you can look at the change in the policies. You can watch, you can watch news. You can see what the kids are doing. You can, you can, and, and uh, but at the end of the day, there's always going to be outliers. So no, that the metaverse does not scare me. Okay. So because if, if you can always do better, why not do better? Mm-hmm. Right. If you, if you knew better, you do better. Exactly. And we're giving you, we're giving, we're giving you the new new. All right. We're giving you the NEW new. K-N-E-W, so you know, you know something now, so do better. Now, if you don't want to, like I said, my go-to is do what you can, what you have, yes. when you want to. If you yes. don't want to do it, don't do it. Yes. Yes. Wrong man, wrong woman. Mm-hmm. But if there's any motivator, and everybody has their own vices, everybody has their motivators, mine is always going to be my children, my, 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 my wife and kids. At the end of the day, I know where I come from. We both come from Baltimore. We come, we come from, um, uh, you know, tough situations, uh, the tough environment, so anything, other than taking that chance to keep us away from that environment, I'm always going to take it every day of the week. I would say for myself, when I'm thinking about, okay, well, because you always, especially when you come from nothing, you're always going to have this uh, questioning mindset, like, oh, do I really want to put my money into here? Because what if I lose it, you know, next thing you know, I'm back to whatever. Mm-hmm. But I always think about this other thing. I've, I've done more with less, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I've, I've, I've given my money and received less things in return. Yeah. How many times have you gotten a haircut? It ain't what you wanted. Mm-hmm. But you still gotta get that you money. You still gave up the money. You gotta get that money. You walk away with that feeling. And you walk away, you like, hopefully I can just fix what I got. You that, that. That. And, and the caveat on what he just said, like, yes, you walk away with a bad haircut. You know you just lost, you just gave that money up, you just lost it. But at the end of the day, that's where that, you know, your optimism comes in too. Like, it's just here to grow back. That's the same way you got to look at your investing. Yes, you're putting your money into situations that if you did your research, you should already have a gut feeling that this is a good, good choice. But you cannot control the market. So if it does go sideways, guess what? You know how to make money. Don't overthink it. You know how to get yourselves out of bad situations. So yes, depending on what you invest, regardless of what you invest, if you are a person who's always pushing forward, always on a up uh, uptrend, always on a trajectory to get put you in a positive situation, you'll make that money back plus more. So don't overthink it, but make sure you put yourself in the best situation to reap the rewards for the future. So. And so with that being said, um, I think this was a good first podcast, you know, for back. Us. Bad. Yeah, sorry. Leading into 2020. Sorry. A good uh, um, <laughs> ending of 21, a hopefully a, a ramp up to 22, and maybe a more um, consistent output in 22. 
Uh, <laughs> you know, I would be I would be his brother if I didn't throw a little bit of shade. Oh, he gonna throw shade. That's what I love about him. So yes, he he stays on my neck about about being consistent. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's people out there too, and that that this will this will lead into us just ending this. And that is words of wisdom. Yes, everybody has a talent, everybody has a purpose, but none of that is anything without execution. Uh, I myself, yes, I am a man of a jack of all trades, as they say. But none of that is worth it if I'm not consistent with it. I can't beg or I can't uh, I can't expect uh, your attention if I'm not constantly giving out the content. So my brother always stays on me about that. Hopefully those words of wisdom will get you off your ass. That's a little bit of vulgar uh, uh, context right there or explicit language. But hey, hopefully this motivates you to do something too. Hopefully what we talked about on today's Veggie Talks uh, will get you to at least, at least look and do some research. Look into what piques your interest. What do you like? And is it worthy of your money? But your money sitting in a savings account and giving you what one cent, two cent, <laughs> three cent, four fish. <laughs> I'm just saying, the money ain't, ain't adding up. You sitting here talking about putting money in the side market, it's not adding up. I I see my money when I got money in savings, I feel uncomfortable because I feel like I'm getting played. Okay, and we can go into a different podcast or if you want to know what they're doing with your money in these banks because trust and believe they invest in your money. Yes. So, <laughs> so either you want to reap the rewards for investing on your own or you're going to let them reap the rewards and you're not getting anything back but a penny at the end of the month. And that's real. So I'm just being real with you about that. Outside of that, hopefully you got something from here, from this. Hopefully you took some notes. If you didn't, watch it again. Tell a friend. Do what you got to do because this ain't going to never end. Um, 2022 is upon us. This episode of Vinci Talks actually is going to be dropping tomorrow, December 13th, a.k.a. It's our birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's me and Twinsy's birthday, okay? So hopefully this is a present from us to you um, and do something with it. Uh, outside of this, make sure you're following Vinci Talks on every podcast that you can see. I'm talking about iHeartRadio, I'm talking about Spotify, I'm talking about Apple, as well as Google. We're over there. We're in the podcast streets. If you're not into the audio aspect of the podcast and you like the visual and you like looking at me and him, a little tittle biddle, yeah, we over there on YouTube too. So make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, this ain't gonna never end. Um, and hit the bell for notifications. This will be dropping tomorrow as well on YouTube. Uh, and that's it. That's all we want to end with. Be great, do great things, act like you've been somewhere, get to work. Do you know the last note? Do you know it? Have to get to work? Yeah. I don't recall. Elevate the crown. It's supposed to be my twin, right? <laughs> well, it was back in May, so I apologize. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note, on that note, thank you. Elevate the crown. This is I'm Dr. Uggin. And, and this has been Vinci Talks. This has been Vinci Talks. <laughs> And this, <laughs> oh my bad. This is his show. I love it. I've been creative Vinci. This has been. This is Dr. Ugg. And this is Vinci And this has been Vinci Talk. I'm out. Man, you just tried that. You just tried that. Oh, we gotta take over the show. <laughs>